In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about what to do in off-season if you make seasonal content. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments that I answer are pulled from my YouTube channel or other YouTube communities online or from the submission form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you're doing on YouTube, make sure you head over to the commentsovercoffee.com website, put it in the submission form. And as long as I haven't answered it, I'm going to go ahead and put it in the queue. Now, I'm going to start making some changes here. I just want to let you know this real quick, just in uh, transparency. I want to let you know what's going on since you're listening to the show. Typically, I'm answering two questions per episode. And when I do that, um, I have to be really mindful of the time that I rant on about something because I want to make sure that I have the time to squeeze in two questions. And during that, I know that there's a lot of people that will listen to, you know, part of it and they don't really care about the other question. So what I'm going to start doing from this episode forward is I'm going to start answering one episode per, per show. And by answering one episode per show, that's going to give you the opportunity to be able to just go through the episodes and make that call. And hey, is this does this directly apply to me or not? If it does, awesome. If it doesn't, that's cool, too. Then you can just wait until the next episode comes out that does. Um, But I figured that would make it easier for you to sort through the content that you're the most interested in, um, that you think will bring the most value to you. And um, and I think that that will also make it better where I can go a little bit deeper when I need to on specific questions um, instead of having to be mindful of, you know, hey, I'm, I'm approaching the 20 minute mark. I got to make sure I make this, you know, tight, <laughs> so to speak. So um, so I think that'll work out best all the way around. And in addition to that, that's also going to give me the opportunity to upload uh, an extra episode per week. So there's going to be two episodes per week coming out starting either this week or next week because I'm going to start just queuing them up. And uh, and we'll see uh, if it'll start this week or next week. But that's basically what's going to be happening. And that's the change I'm going to be making. If anything, for whatever reason, doesn't work out that way or you don't like it, you know, give me some feedback. Shoot me an email through the comments over website and uh, just let me know, you know, your thoughts on it. If you like two questions better, um, then, you know, I can go back to that route. But I'm just trying to make this easier for you to find the content that, that's the most relevant to you and just, you know, just trying to bring some solid information your way. So. That's what I got for you there. And then one other piece of housekeeping here, since I am doing just one question now, I'm taking out the tubertools.com plug that I normally use to separate the questions. And instead, I actually created a list of all types of um, different content creator tools, everything from YouTube channels that you should watch to um, podcasts you should listen to, to different growth tools, to video editing software, to um, email marketing stuff like Pretty much all the stuff that I use for my YouTube channel and my business that is around my YouTube channel. It's a big list of all of that stuff. But um, instead of having that Tuber Tools tag, I'm just going to start mentioning that in all the episodes. But you can go to bestcreatortools.com. And currently, it's going to redirect you to my Tuber Tools website because that's where that list currently sits. But I'm actually in the process of building its own website so I can just have that as the thing that I always send people to um, just to make it easy for everybody to find the right stuff to use. So that's what's going on. That's the update. That's the house cleaning out of the way. So let's get into the questions. So the very first question here, not the very first question. See, that's a habit built in. The question today is about um, what to do in the off season if you make seasonal content. So this question comes from Trip Hacks DC. And I do want to thank Trip Hacks DC from buying me two coffees 
um, through the buy me a coffee link on commentsovercoffee.com. So thank you, DC, for that. I appreciate it. The question is, hey, Nick, it was great to meet you at VidSummit. My channel falls into a seasonal niche, and most folks are interested in watching the videos during spring and summer. It gets pretty depressing looking at the down arrows in YouTube studio all winter long. Do you have any tips or suggestions for getting through the slow season for creators with seasonal content? This is a fantastic question. I've never been asked this on a live stream. I've never been asked this in person. I've never been asked this ever. So I'm really excited to actually talk about this because it's something new. (laughs) So when it comes to seasonal content, these are my thoughts on seasonal content. So because of your channel name, Trip Hacks DC, I'm going to guess that you are doing some type of travel things to maybe the DC area and the seasonal part might come in as long as I'm estimating this right. The seasonal part might come in because of winter time, because who wants to go there in the wintertime and walk around and do all the touristy stuff there. So if that is the case, and we're going to talk about different types of seasonal content as well. But if that's the case, then one thing that I would do is if you're doing tour type stuff, I would definitely, you know, continue doing that when you are in the normal season for it. But if they're not watching that type of content, what I would try to think of is I would try to think of, okay, if people are going to start planning their trips, you know, maybe I can start talking about planning a trip to D.C. or maybe I can just start sharing facts about D.C. and make it the off season more of like an educational thing to where it's like, hey, you know, we're you know, we do tours, but we're also you know, we share all this really interesting information about D.C. and about all the different, you know, like museums and all the different stuff that is there. And I've actually been to D.C. a couple of times. I went there when I was in like fifth grade. I think we had like a field trip there. And then I went there later um, in life. I think it was, it was like a, in high school, I think maybe my senior year. We went there as well. But there's a lot of stuff to do there. So, you know, you could just start running down all the different facts of all the different um, all the different types of things there and see if any of that draws the interest of people in your specific case to bring in people that might just be interested in those types of educational topics, but not necessarily the tours. And then then switch the focus over to the tours when it is tour season. And still, if people start responding to that educational stuff, still drop in some of that educational stuff um, as well, even during the normal season, just so even the tour people, they can educate themselves a little bit before they come and things like that. So in your case, that's the approach that I would try to take first in that situation. Now, if you're somebody that does like fishing content or you're somebody that does hunting content or it's sports related, you know, one thing that you're probably going to see is you're going to see every year, you're going to see this lift in your stats, and then you're going to see this drop in your stats, this lift in your stats, you're dropping your stats. So one thing that I would really recommend that you try or that you experiment with, and this is one of the things that I would do, is since you can only play the game um, or teach people, you know, how to play the game during certain times of the year due to, you know, the weather and all that stuff, One thing that I would do in that situation is I would also start talking about maybe the science behind the sport or something like that to where it's still interesting content. It might not necessarily be training content, but it might still be interesting content for the people that are watching. So um, I know that one of my channel members, AliX, I know he does kayaking slash fishing type of content. And like in his situation, I think that it would be, you know, a really cool thing to do to where he's also, you know, talking about you know, the specific fish um, that he catches maybe, or just details on the kayaks or something like that, and just see how people respond to that sort of thing. But the difficult part, I think, for the seasonal content, especially if you're doing something like hunting, for example, is that the interest isn't there. So even if you are making content where people should be interested in it, they might not even be looking for it just because it's off season. So in order to 
let people know that there is content that's available for them that's still related to what it is that they're interested in that's going to be happening on your channel when it is in season, whatever type of content it is that you make. When it is in season, what I would do is I would let people know, hey, you know, I'm also making this type of content. I'm dropping this type of content in from time to time during season and let them know on a regular basis in all of your videos, hey, you know, during off season, you know, if you still want to keep learning about um, fishing, um, or you want to learn more about fish or the the technology behind, you know, fishing the different reels, whatever it happens to be, then make sure you subscribe and that you come back in and you watch more of those videos because I got a lot of cool stuff coming for you, um, you know, in the off season so that you let people know that you do have stuff that's going to be of interest to them during the off season as well. So those would be the first things that I would try if I was in that situation. So hopefully you found that helpful. I would love to know your thoughts about the show. Um, it would be awesome if you have time, if you would leave a written review. And to learn more about YouTube over a cup of coffee, make sure that you remember to subscribe to this on your favorite podcast platform of choice. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.